our minds tend to wander off about 50% of the time. And, you know, I would even think in my own case, maybe it's like more like 90%. But, you know, how can we return and be present in this moment? Uh, where you place your attention and the thoughts you have actually rewire the brain. So it's an inside job. Clearing Emotional Clutter with the fantastic Donald Altman. He is the author of Clearing Emotional Clutter and several other books about mindfulness. He is a practicing psychotherapist and former Buddhist monk, an award-winning writer and an expert on mindful eating and so much more. I am such a huge fan of this man. Hello, Donald. Oh, well, hello, Lisa. It's great to be with you today. Oh, it's so nice to have you on. I think I was trying to say a feng shui. I can't even, I'm not even going to try. For some reason, I won't even come out of my mouth correctly. But we're not talking about what's going on in the external environment anyway. We're talking about the emotional clutter inside of us. So give us an example and why do we need to take care of this? Okay. In fact, you know, you could think of this as feng shui for the, for the mind. I hadn't thought of I it like that, that way before. <laughs> but, uh, so, you know, emotional clutter is invisible, and I think that's why we need to pay attention to it. Uh, hoarders, if you've seen the TV show, you know, physical clutter really oh, affects how we can move about our environment. But emotional clutter is invisible to us often. It can come from the, you know, past childhood experiences, an overbearing parent, some kind of childhood trauma. It can come from the present day just feeling overwhelmed, facing the chaos, the wear and tear of the daily grind, or it could come from even worries about the future and all, you know, uh, what's my retirement going to be like? You know, what is this, uh, what am I going to do with my kids as they grow up? And in all those future thoughts and all of it clutters up our mind. It keeps us from embracing this present moment, being effective in the moment. And that, and, and it can be dangerous in that way. It can, it can really sap away our joy and fulfillment. We are so, you are so in tune with what I'm thinking in terms of being present. You know, I always say I'm most present when I'm doing my radio shows because I, I mm. just get so involved in it. But then I notice other areas of my life, you know, my husband's talking to me. I'm thinking about what I had for lunch yesterday or what I need to do or when I need to pick up my daughter or, mm. you know, not all the time. You know, I, I try to be <laughs> as present as I can. But I mean, I think we all fall into that. Oh, yeah, we do. And our and the mind typically, and re, you know, I include a lot of research in clearing emotional clutter, too, but there's some interesting research how our minds tend to wander off about 50% of the time. And, you know, I would even think in my own case, maybe it's like more like 90%. <laughs> but, you know, how can we return and be present in this moment? And it's a challenge for a lot of us because we have so many distractions. Our lives are filled with so many things. I think there's more uh, choices to make in life than there ever were in the past. So, you know, all of that is conspiring in a way against, uh, you know, being present, but we can do it and rewire our brains when we, when we actually are present. Well, let's jump into how to rewire our brains. And before yeah. that, you use a term called interface booking. Tell us about mm. that. And then I want to talk about this rewiring. Okay. So interface booking and, 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 um, is kind of a, a metaphor for, for how we make mental posts in our brain in our mind. So just like in Facebook, you know, you're putting up posts, you're looking at other people's posts, you know how those can make you feel, right? And in the same way, though, we're putting up mental posts all the time. In fact, the, the, uh, it, it, it's been said that the average person has around uh, 75,000 thoughts in the course of a day. Now, how that's incredible, isn't it? 75,000. That is a lot. How many of those, yeah, and how many of those thoughts tell you something really profound about yourself? How many are accurate thoughts? But, you know, most of them are maybe just uh, old, toxic, you know, habitual thoughts, conditioned thoughts. And maybe they're thoughts that put us on autopilot. It's like a program that's running in our head, but it doesn't really enhance our lives anyway. And so 
um, by inter-Facebooking, starting to notice the Facebook posts we're putting up every day and how they're making us feel. And if our mental inter-Facebooking is making us feel inadequate, maybe that we're or comparing ourselves un- unfavorably to other people, then what we need to do is we need to put up some positive Facebook posts. And, and, um, and so, you know, that's why I talk about strengths a lot in this book and how to kind of engage your, your strengths and start to notice your strengths and use those throughout the day. And when you notice those strengths and you're doing the positive inner Facebooking, I'm assuming that's going to help rewiring in addition to meditating, being mindful? Yeah, it, it does. It actually rewires the brain and you're installing like a new software program in the brain when you do that. What we know now, and it's really uh, kind of a very empowering uh, thought, is that uh, where you place your attention and the thoughts you have actually rewire the brain. So it's an inside job. And it's something you can do in just a few minutes a day. And throughout the book, I have lifestyle tools, really very practical ways for rewiring and clearing away that clutter. You know, imagine if you had a desk and you hadn't been opening your mail, and you know how quickly that mail can, you know, load up your desk. But if you, you know, just a few, opening up just a few of those envelopes a day or practicing for mindfulness for a few minutes a day, the clearing clutter, decluttering tools, eventually, I mean, that whole table will be cleared off and your mind will be emptied out in a sense that you will be, um, you'll be able to participate in this present moment in a, in a more joyful, fulfilling way. I have tried so many skin and hair care products. I can't even tell you. It's, it's insane. I mean, at one point, the closet in my bathroom was full with every imaginable product. And then I found what works, and that is OneEarthBodyCare.com. I am in love with their shampoo and conditioner bars. Completely changed the game for my daughter, who had a hard time finding a good shampoo and conditioner for her hair. Their face and body is amazing. I love their day and night oil, all natural ingredients, of course, and all of this, essential oils, really great stuff. And of course, the deodorant has changed my life because I am no longer smelly. So go check them out now at oneearthbodycare.com. You know, I love the tools. Why don't you share one of them with us? Okay. Um, One of the tools I have, and there's a lot of tools in there, um, one is just, um, I, I call it uh, fidelity to the moment, <laughs> which mm. is faithfulness to this moment. And this means that you're really that you're unitasking. You're doing one thing at a time instead of multitasking. And so you could be uh, uh, faithful to the moment with another person. So like we're really present with each other. Like you were saying when you're on your radio show, you're really there. And um, faithfulness to another when you're having a conversation. Faithfulness to yourself. So that even just noticing your breath, just a handful of breaths throughout the day can be very beneficial just to calm and regulate us. And um, Or you can be faithful to when you walk. Walk just to walk. See what that's like. Instead of just worrying about getting from here to there, you know, it, it, it's almost like paying attention to the journey, right? Those little in-between moments that make up our life. Most of our life is made up of the in-between. Why are we uh, ignoring that? So by unitasking, even if you're doing a chore, you can notice, let's say you're washing the dishes, you can notice washing the dishes just to wash the dishes, not to get it out of the way, right? We spend a lot of time resisting uh, uh, things that we are already doing anyway. Why resist it? Bring it in, accept it, uh, notice the 
you know, the water coming down on the plates on your hands. Notice the artisanship on the plates. I mean, notice how the body moves. It's all miraculous, isn't it? All these little things, the ordinary little things of our daily life can add a lot of uh, increased uh, sense of contentment and satisfaction. Donald, I want to have you on the show a lot. I think you are absolutely brilliant, and you have such a wonderful energy about you. Tell us all the ways we can find you on social media. Yeah, well, um, you know, you can go to my website, which is mindfulpractices.com. That's M-I-N-D-F-U-L practices.com. Well, that's it for our show today. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. And we would appreciate it if you could please rate and review and leave a comment because the more you engage with our podcast, the more you will find it and help other people find it wherever they listen to their podcast. So be sure to follow us. I'm at Andrea Donsky and at Naturally Savvy and Lisa at Lisa Davis MPH. Thank you so much. And please share this episode because the more you share shows you care. We'll see you next time.